Conversion from other religions into Hinduism is easy matter under the Vashista Advaita Vedana conception. A Christian, if he or she is Roman Catholic that means he or she is sattvic so the Brahmin caste would be better for him or her to convert to if they wish to be Hindus. If the Christian is Anglican he would be tamasic in the extreme so would naturally be best shoved into Shudra caste. If there are persons in other Christian denominations that believe in moderation between the extremes of sattvic and tamasic so would be somewhere nearer the rajasic mold, and they would be better in kshatriya or vaishya caste depending on how much of a himsa they subscribe to. So, there you have it. Anglican church is Satan evil, just like extreme murderous forms of Islam. The point is it all depends on the actual dharmic practices of the individual. Saying someone is Christian says nothing about the individual except perhaps that he or she goes to church and reads the Bible for what good these rituals do for him or her. So, is class-slash-caste a requirement for spiritual ascension, salvation, moksha etc. People of all classes and castes can attain liberation, that is multi, moksha, nirvana and ananda all in one by doing the right actions as karma. In Vishista Advaita Vedanta the correct karma, actions, is independent of the profession that fetches an individual's livelihood. A cobbler in Shudra caste has the same opportunity to attain moksha as a Brahmin doing priestly duties, both castes thereby serving the communal society. The same is true for Vaishyas and Kshatriyas. The issue is Satya Advaita or truth accommodation. For moksha truth accommodation is absolutely essential. The difficulty is not knowing what truth is in order to be able to truth accommodate. This is a matter purely of individual ignorance. It there is very elusive and not easy to teach from scriptures or gurus and swamis. Only individual intelligence to learn from one's education and life experiences makes on so learn that he or she knows precisely what truth is and so has the right actions ready to truth accommodate. But will a cobbler who is always doing his job as a cobbler attain moksha by simply doing his duty as a cobbler? How can someone's job or duty give him moksha? My response is if the cobbler accepts his circumstances and accepts that his predestiny is creator preordained and preorchestrated. He is a Vishista Advaitist in accepting his fate as the reality that he accepts, when he accepts his moment-by-moment moment fate as it emanates he is in total peace with himself unperturbed by his lowly status in the community as a cobbler as something that he has to get used to so that he loses no sleep over the difficulties of this life being stoical to the miseries of life. This is why in India very poor people are seen getting on with their lives, even as beggars with a cheerful smile, for they accept that fate as being their bhagya, or kismat or nasib that they can do nothing about and indeed must not do anything proactively about for doing something proactively to try and ameliorate their living conditions is rebelling against God's creation as a protest and leads to criminal activities or misdemeanors. So, a cobbler is happy with his limited means and secures moksha or nirvana in doing the right thing each moment like from repairing and polishing shoes of the better off in the community. The same applies to all the people in Hindu society in what they do. The philosophy is to immerse oneself in creation in any capacity that life course brings upon one in the raison d'etre that since we have come into this world we have to live it out until natural death whenever that comes to on. So if a rich person help a cobbler financially, give him money to send his child to school, make them doctors, lawyers, teachers etc. it would be against that predestiny and a sin? I feel like such kind of mentality will keep the poor as poor forever. I feel like something is missing somewhere. This is what a Christian asked me. My reply was if you want to give money to a cobbler so he or she can pay school fees you suffer from sattvic sentimentality of piety, and can never attain moksha yourself, why not? Because you are not minding your own business, your own life. You are practicing socialism. Of course, if the cobbler receives a boon out of the blue he will accept it as his predestiny and carry on with life. He cannot say no to such pennies from heaven, accepts it as God sent. 
You on the other hand are attached to the need to feel pious so are in an emotional state of mind as a person thinking you are doing good work and so having a missionary purpose to your life. Such attachment to missions, plans, schemes, objectives and aims is an extreme show of piety for where did you get the money from in the first place. How do you know that you deserve to have this money? In all likelihood you got it from hook or by crook, perhaps serving as slave to your masters such as your Christ and church for wanting to convert Hindus to Christianity, or to educate 40 million women as the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom wishes to do around the developing countries to show how decent you all are. Such schemes are all attachments and not liberating to your mentality. So, my advice is do nothing, be interested in nothing. Just deal with each moment for what it represents at that precise moment in time. Never give charity, for charity covereth a multitude of sins. Mind your own business. Every person is an individual with an individual mind to work out what is best for him or her. Live and let live in this manner. Do not stick your nose in other people's or animals' or plants' affairs. You will do more harm than good to the evolution of the universe that should only proceed in a natural way as a God-created nature. Moksha needs liberation from attachments such as these. How many reincarnations occur before one is able to go to the final liberation or nirvana? It depends on how hard one tries to find out the truth and cope with life's problems in navigating oneself through Brahman nature. I do not have the faintest idea that there's an individual entity called soul or Atman that takes reincarnation in a game of the strive for liberation or mukti or nirvana through a karmic ladder of good works and lives, so if you are intelligent you try to get to that destination of liberty within the lifetime that you are sure that you know is guaranteed existence. This that gives you the scope to enjoy nirvana in this life itself. We Vashista Advaita Vedantists do not believe in an afterlife in the sense that God plays games with us and sends us back to this hell of earth, the samsara. He is not so cruel a God to do that. We reap in this life as we sow our seeds. And suffer mentally in this life with paranoid schizophrenia, delusions, depressions, anxieties, mood swings and stresses if we do bad karma or enjoy nirvana if we do good karma, all in this life, the only life we have.